0: Remnants of mats, which they used for sitting on, and other things, you're, you're to move them around, the because you could use it to cover dirt. But if you threw these remnants out into garbage already on Friday afternoon before Shabbat started, then you're not allowed to move them. So Mishbu explains they separated the pieces that separated from the mats. Doesn't make a difference if they separated on Shabbos or before Shabbos? even if they are smaller than a three by three, right? Now the Now the reason why he says is we'll see soon in Sivud Gimel. Here, right remnants of cloth, of material, you know, we, we talk about three-head by three-head spice. So here it says, even if they don't have three-head by three-head you're allowed to move them, even if you move them just so they don't get ruined. From the sun to the shade to the rain, right? It's a motive, but if they were thrown out into the garbage before showers, bottle yes, Now the person threw them out was matlon from Well, ye What happens if a guy takes a full remat, right? You take a carpet, you throw a rug, you take, you throw it in the garbage, right? If you'll zark and la'ashba, muta, it's not mukta, the bottle diet, let's call them. Some them might come by and take it, right? It still has good use to it, just because you throw something out, generally, doesn't make it that it's now mukta, if it's a good, use, usable kali, right? Dafka, when it's something that is not bad, it's a good, usable kali, narvas, there was once part of a Kaylee and you could slap some use out of it, but by throwing it out, you're showing that it has no use. Then it's Moksa, but something that Batsim some has use, you know. Shemiz has a discussion, if you throw food out, so he says, so it could be that becomes Moksa, because people don't go gouging for food, because it gets missed in the garbage, right? But let's say you throw, but people do on the end, you know, all the guys in the States where they get refunds for their quick cans, right? They go around collecting cans, right? Why? Because it has use, right? So you throw it out, that doesn't make it Moksa, right? So Kaylee, right? Or people go uh, otherwise, I mean, all of us who live here in Passaic know that, the the night before garbage pickup, especially during the nice weather, all those scrap metal guys, and all, right, they all drive from with <laughs> ding-on trucks, they take a ton of stuff from the garbage, right? The fact that you throw it out, it's not my bottle, from being a clique. If it really has the usage of a clique. So then, in the age of a let's buy I'll give it, let's buy this. If they three etzbaiz by three etzbaiz mutal tatlon, it's mutal tatlon. Vemla vasa, but if not, no. V'yesh matir nafil einlam gimel gimel. There are those who are lenient, even if it's smaller than a three by three etzbaiz. B'levach you talisa shel mitzvah. As long as it wasn't worn out remnants from piece from that which is once upon a time, a talis for a mitzvah. So Mishraul explained gimel etzbaiz. Deish bizek tzas by having a decent size. There's usage for it. The will take it for the shmatas. Or put it together to make garments. <laughs> the say wealthy people should not touch them According to this day, if they're smaller than three by three, then wealthy people should consider moktze Would use it. Mutl tatlam also... We saw in so base, as long as we was not thrown into the garbage. Some say even it's three by three. Except for talisah mitzvah, because what are you using these tiny pieces of cloth You use them for shmatas, use them for wiping oneself, you use them for, for things like that, to hang it. But for talis shouldn't be used for which is a One should use a for these types of types of. Uh, Stops of Mayla, it's more can be a bidush, gimbal but swag but swazinal near. Therefore, even though she hold, if it was once metalus, then it has to be a gimbal by gimmel, because then it could be used for something that's more real. That's Anna Saidav Maguna. Sifya Dalad Minal Chodash, a new shoe. Mutul a shonta mealat fus, you could take it off from the mould even though the mold is a keeping the shame, since the mice of the mold is considered but a you're to move so moving it so you can get the shoe off it is called moving it's similar to moving it it just brings uh, the fact that a new shoe has an addition even though it's Stuck onto the mold well, and you can't remove it from the mold unless you actually move the mold with your hand. Nevertheless, sure you come to that it's mutter. Even though this is a keli this is how you fix the shoes. You put it on the mold and you mold it into place. It's called needing it for its place the, shoe that's on the mold. Let's say you went to the shoemaker, right, you go to the shoemakers and they have this piece, piece right, that, most of them have the piece that looks greenish, right, that has the, the shape of the shoe. He puts the shoe on upside down and they, to knock things into the back of it, right? Shoe roughly, right, in those cases, it's usually loose on the mold. All of you could take the shoe off, believe tilta, fuspi a you could, without moving the mold at all, you could slip the shoe off the shoe. Surely you could take the shoe off the mold. Keep in the shame, Not only can you take the shoe off the mold, but you can take the mold out of the shoe. Whether it's in tight or loose. You have it says, one second. The only time you're supposed to move a Kli. is when you need to, Right? So if the shoe is on loosely and you can get it off without moving the mold, then what? Then don't move the mold. It's best to take the shoe off it and then to move the mold. Better than moving the mold with the ends. When you can't, you can But if you could slip the shoe off easily without moving the mold, we learned that if you don't have to move a one should not. So this is going back in the olden days. They had, the sandals had, had straps which were sometimes attached to within the shoe and sometimes attached to on the outside part of the shoe. So sandals, a sandal, a sandal that the strap that goes to the inside ripped, a dienterous clear love, the shoe is still considered a clear ladder to move it the outside strap got ripped, but the then it loses its shame cleave the shoe, and you are not let to move it. So the mishabur explains: the inside strap. two straps? One going the going inside between the two feet." Which means, like on the outside of the shoe, between when you or between your two shoes. So, because when the inside strap ribs can fix it. who even though obvious, not it, because even though it might be noticeable for someone who looks closely that this was a repaired shoe, it's not a bazein. Because if the outside one rips. The but people wouldn't fix it because then it was obvious that there was something wrong with it they throw it out, okay, it doesn't make a difference, when it ripped, it doesn't make the says, this is all back in the days, of their types of shoes, our shoes, our shoes, they ripped, they people get them fixed, they were totally open, on the top, the sides of wood or hard leather. For 2 nick i got a, a, so a regal, and the straps would come up to their feet. And if it would rip, like how you they couldn't close it. We have our shoelaces on the top, right? Technically, you could usually wear the shoe even without a shoelace. You can easily replace the shoelace. If it rips, right, even if the shoe itself it rips in certain places, where it can be resown, sewn a doesn't lose its shame clean. Back to the Mechavim, who be carmeless. What happens if someone's in a Shus Rabbantah upon him? gemi. So, la'achshu meichu You could take, find the reed sitting on the floor that's, that's edible for an animal. You make it a little wet, and it would let it stick, and, and it would let you wear your shoe. So that's permitted, so your shoe shouldn't fall off, as long as you're in a carmeless. but if you're in a khatzer, you're in a courtyard... You don't have to worry about the shoe getting stolen or lost. So, also, then, one shouldn't try to attach this reed, and better leave the shoe there after Shabbos. So, if God's to you So, you shouldn't lose the shoe. And so the Carmel, so we permitted you to to attach this reed, gemi with a thread or a string. to go take a string and put this new string on it. The says that you can't do because that's we worry that's that it's going to be kashish al kayama, right? This reed is not something that's permanent, and therefore that was permitted. And you're going to take a, a thread or a string, and you're not going to stick it on, but you're just going to make a slip knot. So that's permitted. Also, in a court yellow, it's also awesome. muktzah. We say it's muksa, the shoe that 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 the strap ripped off. Leave it there. If someone's, the chotzer is a public place for whatever, right? That type And it's gonna be a g'nai, it's gonna be a for this person to walk around without a shoe. So it's covered up, so he can wear this shoe. Sevtah design Cholok, a shirt. Which is usually, this type of cholok usually referring to, like an undershirt type of thing. Shekib I said, they, you washed it. You went, you took a board. You stuck it through, you know, through the arms of the, the undershirt. For to dry off on it, you allowed to take the undershirt off the off the off the piece of wood. But to slip the board out, that you do not know how to do because that's because that's not that's not a cleat. It's a typical wooden board. So let them talk about cleat, but if you are using a keli to keep it in place, you know you put a hanger on to hang it to dry, right? So then not to look like a few who locked the and even if that keli is a keli, which a hanger is not a keli, but let's see, it was a special hanger that was meant for drying, right? so that's a keli, right? but then you'd be allowed to take it off, because like we said, by the form of the, the mold of the shoe, it's permitted. Let's see, Let's see the Mishnah Brura Sifkot and Samach Gimel. The tachlikani is stuck on the board. Heinu me erev Shabbos, he's stuck on the board and ship before Shabbos. The garment we have to be talking about since Shabbos k'tzas by dim. It's started a drying ready a little bit before Shabbos. Dim ha yotefeh chamnas latfeh because if it was dripping wet, but benas Shmoshes doing benas Shmoshes oslatat al chol kol Shabbos. You're not know to move such a garment the whole Shabbos. The migd is katsil benas Shmoshes since you couldn't wear it during benas Shmoshes and mukti benas Shmoshes. E katsil ukula yehmer. It's considered mukti the whole. Day. Aye, when you take off the undershirt, gonna come out at moving the board. are a Aye, we said before, the mold, the only reason why we allowed you to take the shoe off the mold, even though the mold's gonna move because the mold is a kli. The k'ana lav, ke'li, He this board, we just said Zana ke'li. So why can't you take the undershirt off the this board? Sabrina says we must be talking about you can remove the undershirt shirt without moving the board. Because so The board is you know hanging an icon that the board's gonna stay stiff where it is. So if take the board out. You can say one second, even if this board's not a cleave, but you already put hung the shirt on it before Shabbos. So why isn't it that you made it into a cleave before Shabbos? a because the board doesn't become a cleave. Because it's not like they put boards that these are now boards that they're going to use to dry off their undershirts. They took whatever board is available today, and if it's not available, right, when they finish finished with it, they throw it out. Therefore, it's not like they're being, they wouldn't be it to be a Kaili. They just, you were using whatever boards were. And people have in the corner in their laundry room boards that they use for hanging shirts. Of course, those boards have a different of and not like these boards in the Mechabah. Sivka and Samakvov kliy gyan kana m'yuchad lays a a board that's meant for certain tashmesh like a hanger. Sivka and Zay Samakzay mil'issa da'aleh u'tzarachum kem shal kliy da'ino chalak you need to mark them with the markam of the kliy which is the undershirt. Back to the mechaber, kira an oven. Back then they had ovens that we used to sit like on these three leg tripod type things. Even if one of its legs came out, also totally not a move. So, why not? Because in order for it to stand properly, you want that leg on, right? So worried that if you move that kira, you may go and fix the leg by mistake on Shabbos. That's makav patish. binyan if both its legs came, two out of three legs came out, I can't stand it at all, but definitely worried, you're going to attach it, so you can't move it. Comes along the Ramon, he says, v'chein safsa, so to a bench, or a long bench, one of its legs came off, right, two both legs, two legs came off, and you lean it onto another bench instead of its legs, right, to to hold it up. you know i allowed to do that on Shabbos. I feel Nishwar by game, even if the leg broke off on Friday afternoon, unless you leaned it on the other bench already before Shabbos, and you sat on it before Shabbos. Because then you this bench should be used in such a fashion. also lahakim, you not to put the leg back on, Cause that's building. When do we say, we're worried that you're moving the bench, you might put the leg back on, in a place where it's possible to put the leg back on. Okay. We said, don't move it, you might put it back together again. the leg actually cracked. You can no longer put it back on. You have to make a whole new leg. That would not and you you, you you're not, not worried. Then you'd be allowed to move the bench. I say broke. for whatever reason you don't have the leg anymore. You're not going to, have to put that leg back on. So now you want to take the bench and leave it on another bench, even on Shabbos. That's permitted. To sit on the bench without moving it is mutter. like we saw by other mopsa. Once you've sat on it without the leg before Shabbos, we're not worried that now in order to sit on it on Shabbos, you can put the leg back on. Now I'll put the leg back on on Shabbos. Even if you don't put it on tightly, because you might tightly, because most legs on benches, you'd want on tight, so you don't fall off, even if you sat on it once before Shabbos, then you wouldn't even let him move it, let's say you have a, 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 a bench, where the legs are always loose, right, and that's, that's how it is, and you, you stick them on, right, so then, it's mutter to put them back in loosely. This is loose and not very tight. This is the whole shiloh to pack in place, putting them together and things like that, where 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 you know you, you push it down and it locks into place. Is that you know right? But things where 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 are, are loose. You're sticking you're sticking a leg to it to a to a table and and the, you know and, and it's meant to stay loose and it's loose. And that's how it is that could be permitted on Shabbos. We'll stop over here.